0: Yes, cool.
1: And uh, welcome to the WAN Show, ladies and gentlemen. We've actually been streaming for like the last three hours. Three
0: and a half. I don't yeah. know if you know that. No, I do.
1: But have we been like crushing float plane or has it been? It's been okay. It's been okay? Cool. Yeah. 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 Sort of. Yeah, cool. You know. It's been okay.
0: Is it, is it like can be right now? I guess.
1: Yeah, neat. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, what's going to happen to that VOD? Like, can that go live? Can your new transcode stack handle that?
0: We can. <laughs> <laughs> it can. Uh huh. Uh-huh, not uh-huh, like yeah. automatically. Uh huh. Cool. So yeah, you guys don't have a local recording? We
1: do. Do we? Yeah. Okay.
0: You could. Do, so you can do I the local mean, recording. mean, can you way. handle
1: a three-hour video?
0: Oh, like yeah, how bad so. is that
1: going to? Well, here's the thing. So, Floatplane, a lot of people probably don't know this, Oink. but Floatplane's transcode. You know what I think happens? You leave the laptop there, and then you drift. Oh, because I want to center myself. I on think it. I finally figured it out. <laughs> Why you're always like five inches too far that
0: way? <laughs> That's <laughs> probably legitimately it.
1: Um. Anyway, so Floatplane's transcode system used to be uh, serial so basically if linus media group were to upload a three-hour video uh tech deals or bitwit could end up waiting literally four hours while that all processes at all the different uh at all the different quality levels yeah that that
0: won't happen anymore um so actually almost just as like a test yeah i think you guys should upload the local vod okay and we should just like see how it goes sure because that would be that would be good.
1: All right, so we've got a great show for you guys today, I hope. James prepared it, and then I actually um, uh, told him he didn't have time to prepare the WAN show <laughs> anymore, so we have whatever he was done at that point, Okay. Uh, because we yeah. had to spend the entire day building gaming rigs. So you know the LAN center yeah. for Unit 101, but so it... we had no time to do it, basically. I've been really frustrated because that project has been sitting there for weeks, Mm. basically ready for us to just like build it. Yeah. But we just can't get our act together and get it done because they're quite complicated builds with all the RGB in there. But I also thought you had to go upstairs. So we are going to have to move it upstairs, but that doesn't mean we can't build the systems. Okay. And once the systems are built, well, it doesn't mean we can't put them on a desk, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> huh? You know. Right, um, right, so, right. so we're we're putting them all on desks and we're getting the whole thing set up because I'm just tired of staring at that and not being able to like play games. Also, we have a games night planned for after work today. Yeah. So we figured we might as well play some video games. Oh. So we might as well get oh. some systems built. So we grabbed cool. like literally half the company. <laughs> Uh, Andy was a super champ and held the camera for the entire three-hour stream on an easy rig. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like that's actually crazy. And it was a C200 okay. not a red or a C300 whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the cannons not a red. Yeah, uh, so that helps, but like- so Did you build all of He's them? a super trooper. So I built one. Oh, but here's the thing because they were such complicated builds. I only built one and because we had helpers like Dennis and Colton, and nothing against those guys, they just don't build computers do very all often. Do they still work? Um, well, no one really screwed anything up super royally. Okay, cool. Yeah, so there's so there's that.
0: I just can't think of the last time Dennis built a computer.
1: The last time he built a computer was his editing workstation. Yeah, almost four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I do know when the last time. He built the computer was. And it, it was a bad. It was a bad scene. Yeah. Um,
0: Apparently Andy missed lunch too.
1: Yeah, so, so that's, we're gonna buy him dinner.
0: So, <laughs> well, so yeah, that. yeah, that's fair. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll buy him some dinner. He yeah. can have a lunch voucher too, I suppose. I could, I could let that slide, I think. Uh, anyway, so sorry, we've got, a, we've got a hopefully great show for you guys today. Yeah. Um, I get to do some backtracking because <coughs> I was rude last week. Uh, the huh? US bans Huawei. Uh, Lenovo announced a folding PC, so that's interesting. I'll be a hater. We'll talk
0: about okay. it more later. Okay. I haven't seen it yet, but like, okay. Uh, Microsoft and Sony team up for game streaming. That's, you know, weird and stuff. And Supreme Court allows antitrust lawsuit against the App Store. That's actually a very interesting Whoa. topic. I super
1: wish John was here, but in the meantime, Me too. we're going to have to roll the intro. Yep. Boom. Some sponsors. Okay, I don't know why. There it goes. (laughs) Got that savage turkey. Got that P.I.A. I am gonna use the stream deck. Look, I used the stream deck. Uh, What's that? Did you put that
0: one up? Which?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I did that one first. It's all good. So you guys might have noticed that Luke and I have adorable matching shirts today. Aww. This is the limited edition uh, Madrina's roast shirt. So it's a caricature of me that Lloyd um, put together. Apparently that's what he thinks I look like, which is,
0: I guess, his... Giant demon eyes. Yeah, his roast.
1: Um, so it's kind of a play on the, the dog in the burning building. This, this is, is fine. Meme.
0: Yep. That's what it says, by the way.
1: Yeah, you've got the LTT coffee roast right there along with a coffee cup some flames in the background. Uh, it's on LTTstore.com if you guys want to check cool. it out. Yeah, there's not going to be nice, a ton like, of them.
0: Slightly more abstract LTT merch. Yeah, I think
1: we're only doing a couple
0: hundred of them. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that you guys sell these bottles now. because I know I bring the bottles up a lot on the show, but it's because now there's always a tall thing of nice cold water on yeah, the show. It's that, great. That Jono
1: goes and gets yeah, for Yeah, the ours. business
0: guys are like, here you go, man.
1: All right, so why don't we jump right into our headline topic because yeah. that was my New Year's resolution a few weeks ago. Um, Android Authority says, Ugh. and this was originally posted on the forum by Arika S. This is, this is tremendous. Forget about foldable phones. Here's the first foldable PC. And I really like this headline because... Forget about foldable phones is such a um, is such an appropriate thing to say, given that Samsung is only now getting to the point where they're like recommitting a ship date for the Galaxy Fold. (laughs) Like that thing could have ended up canceled, as far as I can tell. Um, Yeah. So I guess. So
0: it's just all right. I don't. Okay, I I understand the use case of foldable phones but I don't think they're ready. Okay, so. But like, down the line. Back us
1: up here, back us way up. All right. What's the use case of a foldable phone for you?
0: I, there are many times where if I'm sitting stationary somewhere for a while, and I know I'm gonna be waiting something, waiting for something for a while, being able to fold out a phone and having a big screen would be cool. Okay. I could more easily use uh, like Google Sheets, which is really helpful. Yeah, the chat's all like f.
1: That ripped. was a long freaking cut. Okay, well, at any rate, it seems like we're back. And I'm, I'm waiting for YouTube to... Yeah, there the, we go. the chat
0: hasn't really... We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Back. There we go. Cool. Okay.
1: So you were talking about how making your little thing bigger is definitely a prime use case. You know,
0: it's sometimes a utilitarian way of sure. going about things. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I like the idea of, of being able to expand my phone because... Sure.
1: Oh, right. I wanted to offer a counterpoint for okay. like working on a long email. Sure. So I actually hate typing on a tablet. And the reason is that I find it's this super awkward tweener uh, size where it's not big enough to type with all my hands, but not small enough to type with my thumbs. So I haven't actually used a Galaxy Fold yet, but what I want to know is if my phone was double the width, would I be able to comfortably type on it?
0: I think I could. Okay, fair enough. I can understand the, but like if I go Two, I can't really show that very well, but if I go two hands on this phone, like it's pretty cramped. Yeah, I'm, I'm faster at typing on this phone with one hand. Got it.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: Um, so I, I'm i not sure because I haven't done it. That's pretty wide apart.
1: So it's going to come down to hand
0: size and dexterity.
1: All right. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. So you've got but your I, use But I could for... see it.
0: I haven't done it yet, but I could see myself liking a folding phone. That's pretty weird.
1: Uh, this is a better picture of it, actually.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to fire this up. That's pretty weird. I, I don't... I'm not against it. I just don't understand yet, I guess. Okay. Like it's a tablet that you can go uh, like okay. Um <laughs> I just I don't like why do I want that tile to be around the corner? I don't I just I don't know. I don't understand the use case for it. I I'm I am willing to accept that I could just be blind.
1: Yeah. But. I mean I've gotten stuff wrong. I got phablets wrong. Yeah. I totally missed the mark on that. I was like this is stupid. Anything bigger than the iPhone 4 is dumb because you can't use it with one hand. And now even with my small hands, I'm a note user and like I just I've <laughs> learned to adjust my grip. I get my pinky like way over here. I get this over here and then I get Do you I be- get that way reach across there. Like I- I'll 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 be moving it around in my hand. I actually drop it very rarely. I don't even use a case.
0: Yeah. I've been wondering for a while if we're going to evolve to have, like, way more jacked pinkies because there's so many people supporting their phones like this with all the weight of the phone, almost okay. all the weight on the phone on their pinky. But
1: it has to allow, like, it has to select for, like, breeding capability, and I don't think being buried in your phone with, like, a super, you know, uh, dexterous pinky is going to... tender Tinder efficiency? Ooh. So pinkies and thumbs. Yeah.
0: more agile, probably a little bit thinner, less meaty thumbs that can dart around faster. Yeah, and, and then like a beefier, pinky. <laughs> slower pinkies that can just support weight. Alrighty then. Um, oh man. So
1: we can talk through some of this now. To be yeah. clear, what's really crazy about this is that it's not just like a weird concept product. Like this is a real thing. It's gonna be part of their ThinkPad X1 lineup. It's got a 13.3 inch OLED display from LG. Uh, It's 2K resolution and a four by three aspect ratio. That is really interesting. That's pretty funky. Now with, So it's gonna have an Intel CPU. They're aiming for full day battery with support for cellular data, making it kind of like tablet-y, but it's gonna, it won't run Microsoft's OS, which opens up, interesting possibilities for the software. It comes with a Wacom pen and a separate keyboard. So it's like more like a folding tablet, but like 13.3 inches is really, really big for a tablet.
0: Yeah. Um, but also like pretty small for a laptop. Yeah. Not, not definitely not unheard of. Small. There's tons of laptops in that in that size range, but that's on the smaller side. Now,
1: now. one laptop running actually, like kind of a, a, I would call it a demo on top of Windows 10 that I saw was Asus's dual screen laptop that they showed off at Computex about a year ago. So uh, I don't know if you ever saw this. I should actually, I should bring up, I should bring up the video. Um, Asus dual screen. So Asus had some ideas, at the very least for what they thought. So
0: this is just it, but the screen doesn't fold, basically. Uh, here, hold on, it's let just me just a hinge mute there.
1: this. Um... Okay, so we'll go ahead and full screen this. So it was like a Zen book on the back, there you go, yeah. and the bottom, and then it just had a normal laptop hinge, but both surfaces here were screens. So the idea was that you had a touch-sensitive keyboard. Here, I'm gonna pause it.
0: This might be weird, I yeah. feel like I would prefer that more.
1: I was going to say, I think both of them are kind of
0: rough ideas. I don't like it. <laughs> to be completely, like, I'm just saying, compared to the other one, if I have to pick one, I'd probably go with this one. But I still don't like it. Because the typing experience is going to be so bad. And if I'm going to use my laptop instead of my phone, to be fair, I might be watching something, but then I'm only going to use one of the screens. Here's
1: the thing, though. People who care about the typing experience, are they freaks? Is touch typing at 130 <laughs> words per minute going to go away? Auto-correction is even in, like, Gmail now.
0: Yeah. and Auto-form fill in Gmail with tab and is, like, like, pretty good.
1: The thing to me is that I can usually, unless it's completing a particularly long phrase, I can usually type faster than I can read process and go over to tab and then, uh, hold on a second, did it put punctuation in there or not? Like kind of refined my way. It's usually faster for me to just type it out. I'm a pretty fast typist. But clearly that feature exists for a freaking reason. So are we gonna get to the point where the vast majority of what normal people would type, just like texts to friends and short emails and stuff like that, can just be heavily assisted to the point where the keyboard becomes far less important than having more screen space to multitask. Could that happen?
0: I wonder if this is gonna be my old grouchy guy that doesn't like new technology thing, is I don't like touch interfaces. Right. The phone, I'm okay with. The phone's fine. Anything outside of phone, I hate. Like if you have like a, a microwave or a washing machine or sure. anything our that's- Sure, SLR camera? DSLR camera. If, if it's a touch interface, I'm probably not going to like it.
1: So is touch typing going to become uh, uh, like an equivalent of shorthand? Where like the advent of typing really made shorthand notation kind of irrelevant.
0: Yeah, and I wonder if like if Google's Gmail thing and whatever else that they're doing where it auto-completes on tab is going to get even stronger and it's going to get to the point where because this, this happens with texting a little bit. Like, I can text without looking at my phone because I know if I butcher a word and, like, mistype half the letters, it's still going to get it. So, like, does it even really... You can just type three letters per word. Well, here's the like thing. Like, I wonder if speed typing in the future is going to turn into typing half of the word every time. Yeah,
1: Microsoft owns SwiftKey.
0: So there's no
1: reason why a Windows device like this couldn't take full advantage of SwiftKey's From my experience, very excellent predictive texting. Yeah, Yeah. Um, We've got Stereo Sensation backing us up here. Hell no! We type code over here, WTF. Yeah, okay, some people are always going to need to actually type the whole thing. Because if you let your auto-complete, like, it's, you know, okay, so a- autocomplete, like, uh, just, like, sentences and having a conversation that's just, like, full autocomplete, that's pretty funny. An autocomplete program, what you gonna end up with?
0: <laughs> Flop plane. Flop plane. Just, <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. fly, it just, like, kind of hops along In the lake. In between
1: the trees, right? Floppy plane? <laughs>
0: That would be an amazing like, <laughs> like April a little Fool's Easter egg. joke. One year, <laughs>
1: yeah. the whole site just like goes down is, and it's
0: just floppy plane. I know Jaden could do it, for a fact. Right, because he didn't he do that. Because he basically has done it. Right, he that was part totally of his do do application. It. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we come up with this for <laughs> April Fool's <laughs> <I> this year? <laughs> I don't think we had enough time by the time we realized April Fool's is coming up. Floppy plane.
1: Oh, oh my I love goodness.
0: it. Um,
1: So anyway, back to (sighs) Lenovo's device. Um, Some press outlets did get hands-on with it and based on their impressions with a functional prototype, the display was dim and had poor viewing angles. And so this has to be to do with making it foldable because this is the first LG foldable OLED that I'm aware of. Mm. Uh, As far as I know, Samsung is using their own display and actually, ooh. Don't quote me on this. I'm actually not 100% sure who Huawei is using for the Mate X. Huawei Mate X OLED
0: supplier. I know there's autocomplete in programming. I know there's actually a fair amount of it especially when putting in variables and stuff like that, we're talking about like whole sentences and stuff. The Gmail style autocomplete that I'm talking about is punctuation, full sentence situation.
1: Uh, Okay, so they're apparently sourcing from BOE display, so not LG. So this is the first foldable LG OLED that I'm aware of on a production device. And to be clear, it's a prototype, not a production device. But uh, it's possible because, like, I know LG's OLEDs can be pretty freaking good from their phones, um, from their TVs. uh, But what we don't know is what their process is for putting their foldable display materials on, or excuse me, their OLED display on, like, some type of a foldable glass or plastic, uh, plastic. So I'm out. I'm out. Personally. But then...
0: Are we shark tanking this thing? I might...
1: (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) I might end up eating my words because I was wrong about phablets. That
0: has been an absolutely... I'm in on phones. I just... I'm, they're not ready yet, so I'm not doing it, because I need my phone to be primo all the time.
1: Phablets have been a huge tech trend that I got completely wrong, like far more wrong than I think I've been about almost anything since founding Linus Media Group. Like, VR, <laughs> VR, I was like... I know you mean that, but it's yeah, not a different way. I was like... Oh, like it sounds like <laughs> I think I'm like really yeah. accurate. No, that oh. it
0: sounds like uh, you were very, very wrong about founding minus minus media group. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no! no. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm still behind that idea. That, <laughs> okay. that was a pretty good. That's idea. good. There pretty, you go. I'm pretty listoked on that. Yeah. And floatplane might even be okay too. We'll, we'll <laughs> one get day. there. Yeah. yeah, we'll get there one day. Yeah. Um, but but no, I was completely wrong about that. So ever since that, I've been. Um, I've been a little more hesitant to kind of say this is a terrible trend, manufacturers Uh, need to cut this out. And actually, as part of my sort of recent attempt to be a little bit less just hateful, I guess, and like really negative, I ended up taking a lot of flack on the OnePlus 7 Pro video.
0: Because you were too... Not hateful.
1: Well, at the beginning of the video, I basically come out and I say, here's everything that's wrong with the OnePlus 7 Pro. And I say it doesn't have uh, waterproofness, it, do- it do- or it doesn't have a waterproof uh, certification. So my understanding is it actually costs a significant amount of money to get that IP rating on the product. And you can make a product that is perfectly waterproof and just not submit it. resistant Resistant, thank you. And just not submit it, and then it will just be that, but there's no label, um,
0: which I'm sure my, the price has even gone up with the amount of- uh, How important a feature it is. Yeah. yeah. It's become a much more popular feature on yep. a range of devices these days. So
1: we know already from our tour of OnePlus's factory that they do make efforts to make their devices water resistant, they just don't pay for the certification. So I called out that it didn't have that certification, doesn't have wireless charging, which for a lot of you people get is a big deal.
0: To do, that you should get them to partner up with you to do a project and give you like a whole bunch of phones, and get like Alex and James or something, to rig up a system that like dunks them on timers. We create our own like cheaper certification. The like, L, L I P. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Probably not. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for that. I'd be I'd be interested in in. I don't know if I'd actually make a real certification for it, but like, I'd be interested in seeing you guys do the testing.
1: That would be kind of fun, actually. Um, anyway, where was I going with this? Right, so then the other thing that I criticized was the lack of a headphone jack. Yeah. So I said, this is all the negative things about it, this. And then I said, but I'm not going to harp on that too much because most, the vast majority of flagship phones these days don't have a headphone jack. And I got a lot of flack for not like hating on it enough. And here's the thing, guys. I am not giving up my headphone jack anytime soon, which is a big part of the reason that in spite of how much I love the OnePlus 7 Pro and the performance that it gives, this is back in my pocket. Yeah. Samsung Note 9, got that headphone jack, got that wireless charging, got that everything. This phone, just like, I love this phone, to be honest with you. It doesn't have the greatest camera, I I accept that um, Samsung's OS, quite frankly, is just not as snappy as OnePlus's Oxygen OS. But I'm willing to accept that because I actually use the stylus once in a while now. I never thought I'd care.
0: I don't think I've ever seen you use a stylus.
1: I, I use it very occasionally. So like when I was going to Ikea a few weekends ago, I took a picture of my space. Okay. Popped out the stylus, wrote all the measurements on my picture, and then I had that as a reference when I was at the store. Cool. You can do it with your finger, but it's harder. That was actually while I was a little bit, a little bit longer ago. It was while I was reviewing the S10 Plus. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying to do it with the S10, and I was like, "This is annoying. I'm gonna go grab my Note 9 and just do it on the Note because it's easier." Yeah. Uh, so, so there you go, stylus. Uh, anyway.
0: What do you What do you think about the 3A having a headphone jack and 3A XL?
1: I'm annoyed that headphone jacks are being treated like a budget feature. Like you couldn't afford wireless earphones. Yeah. So you need a headphone jack. Uh, Because a lot of more premium audio experiences are wired. Do rely on the headphone jack. Exactly. Um, So the thing though, is that this is a trend that I personally thought was very obvious. As soon as Apple removed the headphone jack, I was like, this is terrible. This is a terrible trend. This needs to not happen. And I remember having a very enlightening conversation. Every once in a while, it's good to talk to a normal person, like like a not techie person. And so I was chatting with the guy that runs the badminton center that I usually hang out at. um, And I was like, yo, so you got the iPhone 7. Uh, Sup, how's that going? And he's like, yeah, I love it. And I'm like, doesn't have a headphone jack. And he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, is that gonna be a problem for you? And he's like, are you kidding me? I switched to Bluetooth earphones like two years ago and he, he uses Jaybirds. And uh, he's like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't plugged anything to a headphone jack in years. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, but those don't sound very good. And he's like. Sounds good enough for me. I'm like, but you have to charge them. It's like, yeah, I got to charge my phone too. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I'm, I'm trying
0: to catch you but, on something here. <laughs> so then
1: there's my aunt, who I love to pick on. Yeah. She's never worn headphones in her life.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, yeah. So
1: what I have to kind of accept here and what I have to hope for I have to accept that needing wired headphones is becoming more and more niche as time passes, and what I have to hope is that someone is going to carry the torch. LG seems pretty committed to it still, but here's the thing, their mobile handset division is really struggling. Yeah. So clearly, this, this this group of people that's like, yeah, headphone jack, rah, 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 I'm gonna buy phones with headphone jacks, woo! Is clearly not enough to, you know, keep LG alive. Um, that is, unless Samsung ditches it, and all those people do actually move over to LG. So we'll see if that happens. But in the meantime, I'm still really, sincerely hoping that Samsung is going to continue to support the headphone jack. Um, I don't, I don't know if. Uh,
0: Nothing. Oh, we're good. Something died, Are we back. It, okay. Something did die, but we're good.
1: I don't know if I don't know if I am putting my faith in the wrong place, but um, that's that's all I really have. Because who else hasn't ditched it yet? You got LG, you got Samsung. I mean, Google brought it back with the 3A. That would be an amazing thing for Google to bring back with the Pixel 4. I'd be so stoked. I would switch to the Pixel 4 because we would surely be rid of the notch by then. Notches were a Stupid, horrible trend. I have never daily driven a notched phone and I will never do it. Because full screen display, our full display screens are here now. Full display screens. Full, what do we call them? Whatever. All display phones. Yeah, full frontal, thank you. (laughs) All display phones are already here and there's great ones like the OnePlus 7 Pro if you're into that. like the galaxy note 9 which okay fine it isn't full but whatever this strip at the top you weren't going to use it anyway deal with it um like we have massive display phones already there's no reason to use a notched phone in my opinion um so i just hope that i have some kind of an option a pixel 4 with a headphone jack and no notch would be my phone quite honestly yeah i'd do it i'd give up the stylus i'd give up the stylus that I use like once a month. Yeah, like, yeah. that's
0: not a, it doesn't sound like a huge sacrifice. At I also point.
1: like scribbling on screenshots with it. So I,
0: oh, oh, but I couldn't posted. couldn't finger that? Yeah,
1: it's harder. Like this one right here. So I posted on uh, Twitter earlier this week uh, with a screenshot of the monetization tab in the YouTube dashboard for the roast. How far back does this go? A lot of tweets, was man. Was this a while ago? Oh yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So I'm like, I got like my thumbs up, I'm circling stuff, drawing faces. It really is a lot easier to do with the stylus. Sorry, it looks kind of like that. Also, I have an update on that. So the video does actually have some AdSense revenue now, which is pretty (laughs) cool, but earlier today,
0: we got a yellow icon, Oh. yellow icon,
1: baby. There it is. You guys can't see it, whatever it's in there. You can't
0: be too surprised with that one.
1: I'm not. I mean, we self-reported that it contained strong language and all that kind of stuff. So it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, yep, we are, not, uh, we are not going to be making up the shortfall in our uh, budgeting for that with the yellow icon. To be clear, Madrina's held up their end of the bargain. We just blew a lot more money on the event than we had originally planned, <laughs> yeah. like flying people out to attend it and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it is what it is. We had a lot of fun. Buy a shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. They're pretty cool if I could say so myself. Yeah, yeah. I think they're pretty sweet. My shirt.
1: <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, You know what? I gotta wonder there's 8,000 people watching the WAN show now. How many of them have been watching us just for on like YouTube four hours today? <laughs> like you, Streaming you guys streamed all day. For a long time. Um, you know what? I want to straw pull this. Can you can you straw pull this yeah. up? Gotcha. Folding PCs. Ah. Like okay, right so back to the headphone thing the reason so I took a bunch of I took a bunch of flack for this in the 7 Pro review And the reason that I had hedged my bets was I didn't want to like I didn't want to pick that hill that I'm dying on again and turn out to be wrong Especially from my experience talking to normal people who just plain don't care.
0: Yeah Okay, one quick thing do we want to make this a poll just about folding PCs or should we ask about folding phones as well? No,
1: Folding phones are happening. Okay. That's like, there's no question. So we want to know, are we missing the mark on folding PCs? Is that going to be a thing? Or do we already have PCs that fold exactly as much as they need to with a proper clamshell that contains a proper keyboard and at worst a trackpad? So Luke's going to fire that up. I'm going to go ahead and get into our sponsors while we, uh, while we go ahead and get that going. So first up, we've got private internet access. PIA is the VPN for you and me and her simultaneously. That's right, you can install PIA on up to five devices at the same time with a single account. They've got apps for Windows, Mac OS, Android, iOS, Linux, and Google. Gr- Google Chrome, <laughs> uh, with PIA, you can dial in exactly the level of privacy protection that you need. They've got support for a variety of protocols and levels of encryption. Their apps include DNS leak protection and IPv6 leak protection, and their internet kill switch will block all traffic if the VPN becomes disconnected unexpectedly. So check it out at lmg.gg piawan Go get private internet access for yourself. Also sponsoring the show today, Savage Jerky got that. Maple buffalo bacon! I'm so hungry, I haven't had lunch today. I'm salivating so <gasps> hard right now, I'm so excited.
0: They got me mine,
1: Mojo oh, jalapeno. jalapeno.
0: I love this Savage one.
1: Savage jerky, the goal was to create a snack that, without nitrates or preservatives that's full of flavor, but that isn't bad for you. They've got 13 different flavors of jerky, like the sriracha bacon and maple buffalo bacon. <laughs> so happy right now. <laughs> they also make barbecue sauce. Do you do barbecue sauce on pasta? Have I asked you this before? Jesse barbecue sauce? I'm sorry, hot sauce. Hot
0: oh, sauce. Awesome. Yeah, okay. You have asked me the hot sauce one before. Oh. Not barbecue. I was like, you've evolved. I don't know. I can't keep up. I don't know if I can get into that. Um,
1: have you so have you tried it? Not yet. You should try it.
0: Yeah. Um like I actually had past the recently, I just completely forgot.
1: Like six drops of the um forget if it's the ghost pepper one that I've been really enjoying lately it's either the ghost pepper one or the um mm. the reaper no i think it's the reaper one that i've been that i've been eating lately like six drops of that on a on a plate of pasta it just puts a nice little kick into it absolutely love it um anyway their carolina reaper hot sauce uses one of the hottest peppers in the world the carolina reaper and you can use offer code ltt to save 10 percent at savage jerky.com we also have a new sponsor today so I'm going to have to read these labels. Mm. This is the Hive. Uh, This one's for Luke. Or the Dover for Luke. Hmm. Okay. Oh, the box is apparently engraved. Oh yeah, look at that. That's That's cool. cool. Okay, so Yord watches. So they're best known for their wood designs, but they're continuing to expand their boundaries to include other natural elements, such as, do you have a, what's that one made of? Apparently they have marble watches as well. These are these all appear to be wood designs. Uh, they have a huge selection and the ability to personalize makes Yord a great place to go for gifts for dad. Oh yeah, Father's Day oh, is coming up. That makes sense. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, actually, this is funny. A lot of people have noticed I've been wearing the Galaxy watch. Yeah. You notice anything about it? It's off. It's dead. So my goal is actually to wear this watch continuously for a month. Not because I actually like it, but because I'm trying to make a point about smartwatches in general. I'm really unhappy with the state of them. So I'm going to review this after having not charged it for a month. And I'm going to review it in the context of how my life really didn't change because it was so (laughs) worthless already anyway. Um, I really, really don't like this smartwatch. Then maybe... I might just go back to a dumb watch. Anyway, I'm going to throw this on because... uh, You're not dumb, Jord Watch. i got to tell you guys about Jord Watches right now. Jord or Yord? It's probably Yord. (sighs) Yord. My bad. Uh, Anyway, so they've got a huge selection and the ability to personalize to make Yord a great place for a gift for Dad. Uh, Father's Day is coming up. Uh, So they've got personalized engraving available on the watches as well as... Their cedar humidor boxes. They've got a generous return and exchange policy, free worldwide shipping, and a great warranty. So uh, use offer code LTT19 to get. Oh. There we go. LTT19 to get $25 off and free sizing at lmg.gg slash yord ltt. So this this one's really cool. Are you wearing the same one as me right now?
0: We're it like cell phones? Oh, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. So, so this
1: is one of those yeah. uh, movement wound ones. And you can actually see the mechanism inside it. I'm mine. sorry. Mine should be showing this to you guys. But I it's don't know if yours has Really this cool.
0: And mine, it's a little hard to see for the camera. Oh, there.
1: There you go. You can actually see it there. moving around there. So that's pretty cool. Through I the actually, back and through the front. It passes through completely. You can feel the momentum swing a little bit. That's Just actually really cool.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, well, that's awesome. So
1: Yord Watches, check them out. Um, more details at the link in the video description. Very uh, cool. All right. So we've got a few more things to cover for WAN Show here. Uh, oh, first of all, I want to jump in and apologize to yeah, our what? folks with autism spectrum disorder. So I had said last week... That Asperger's is no longer considered its own diagnosis, but I made it seem as though being a high-functioning person on the autism spectrum um, is not valid. So the way that Asperger's was changed is such that it isn't its own discrete diagnosis anymore, but that doesn't mean that it is not still classified as um, sort of a high-functioning part of the autism
0: spectrum, okay. so
1: some people were upset because they felt like I was making it sound like Asperger's wasn't a thing, it's still a thing, it just doesn't have the same label because it's just considered part of the autism spectrum now. Right. Um, some people were also upset because I had said we're all kind of on the autism spectrum. What I had intended to say by that was that everyone Feels that way sometimes, but yes, they made an excellent point that autism is considered an excessive amount of that kind of feeling or those kinds of behaviors. Um, and so uh, some people were emailed me and were pretty upset because they were like, look, it's hard enough as sort of a high-functioning person with autism to explain to people that, no, it's not the same as just being shy. And right. so I, I felt like uh, that was a very fair thing to bring up with me, and I should probably clarify it on the show this week. Cool. That makes sense. Um, so there you go. In other news, this is from scmp.com or Engadget depending on uh, who you prefer. The US uh, ban- Oh, no, let's get back to Oh, let's get back to our uh, survey first. So, Luke screen, mm-hmm. are we missing the mark on folding PCs? I love your options. Uh, 774 of you say, nope, they are exactly as trash as you think. <laughs> and uh, 18% say, yes, they're going to be massive. You really didn't leave a lot of room for middle ground some, here. Some
0: people you? pointed out that there wasn't a middle answer. I did that on purpose. Because um, I guess if you're going to be a futurist with a crystal ball, you got to pick. Yeah. All right. You Like, being wishy-washy and be like, oh, they might be niche. You could classify almost anything as niche as long as the company keeps making it. Like, it's it's... Are they going to make it or no? It, yeah.
1: I don't know. This is a giant piece of bacon. That is a I'm, massive piece of bacon. And I'm going to put it
0: in my mouth hole. Oh my goodness. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I'm so happy. Okay. Um, are we jumping to US bans, Huawei? Sure. Oh boy. So the US Commerce Department has added Huawei and 70 affiliates. Whoa. 70 to its entity list that bans the telecom giant from buying parts and components from U.S. companies without U.S. government approval, also known as just no. Um, It also makes it difficult to, uh, it also makes it difficult, if not impossible, for Huawei to sell some products because of its reliance on U.S. suppliers. If they don't think this is going to come back to bite them, I don't know, man. So I feel, I feel like quite a few U.S. manufacturers are going to get wrecked because of this, because it's, it's just going to this is just a punch for punch, eye for eye trade war that's been going on with U.S. and China and Canada to a certain degree. I
1: mean, we're not going to get too political because that's not really our jam
0: on this that's show. Fair.
1: But um, can I just sort of can we have like a, a stupid people debate right now? The concern with Huawei is that it provides a backdoor into China, and while my understanding is that particularly their their carrier grade, like their backhaul grade equipment, has never actually been demonstrated to, to do that, uh, send data back to China. Yeah, um, it has been uh, noted that it's not particularly well coded, so that's one thing. The, yeah. And the main concern seems to be that Huawei, as essentially a state-run company, as many of them are over in China, would be at the mercy of the Chinese government to add such functionality in the future should they decide that they require it. So that seems to be the concern.
0: Another major concern I've heard, again, not trying to get political, just talking about things I have heard on the interwebs, um, is kill switch stuff. If there was to be a conflict of some sort Mm -hmm. and you could just turn off the other person's communications or a significant part of it, I know there's other layers and stuff, but if you could turn off a significant part of the communications, that would be a pretty big deal.
1: Okay, so that seems to be like the major concern with using Huawei communications As far equipment. as I know, yes. Okay, so can I, can I propose an alternative viewpoint? Mm. Why should anyone else be comfortable using American equipment?
0: <laughs> or anyone else's equipment for that, for that matter.
1: No, particularly American equipment. Is China's record for spying on its citizens that much worse? (laughs) I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. To be clear, as far as we know, yes, it is worse.
1: (laughs) But as a a foreign national, so I am neither Chinese nor American, should I be comfortable with... Either of these options <laughs> anyway so US President Donald Trump back to the decision saying it will prevent American for Luke <laughs> prevent American technology from being used by foreign-owned entities in ways that will potentially undermine US national security or foreign policy interests So separately, the president signed an executive order declaring a national emergency barring the use of telecommunications equipment made by companies that are deemed to be a threat to national security. Didn't name China or Chinese companies specifically, but this clears the way for an outright ban on products made by Huawei.
0: Huawei has said this decision is in no one's interest, (laughs) which... Yeah. and it will do significant economic harm to the American companies with which Huawei does business, affect tens of thousands of American jobs, and disrupt the current collaboration and mutual trust that exists on the global supply chain. Fair points. Probably.
1: So, we'll see how that goes.
0: To to go back to your should you trust, trust American ones either, um, and to tie back into my can you trust anyone's Thing with jiggers, sure. Um, especially if you're just a civilian, chillin', talking to your buds. Um, if you're, you probably shouldn't trust these communication layers super deeply at all. Regardless of who's running some of the backend hardware, because of how easy it is to spy on and tap in on these things. Whether it's your computer or your phone or something in between.
1: So we've got people saying that um, the reason you should... Here, hold on. Blah, blah, blah. There's due process in America versus China. It's a different story. The government having a stake in the company. All this kind of stuff. I mean, the thing is, remember, you don't really need a stake in the company to force it to comply to your laws. And... um, While there's always sort of the way that things are done traditionally during peacetime, um, there's a lot of emergency powers that can be um, exercised by the American government as well in the event of like uh, declaring a national emergency or declaring war or whatever the case may be. Like, if you ever kind of read into that stuff, it's actually kind of scary the way that they can just kind of like take land and use it for stuff and and that sort of thing. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Property
0: as in everything, including not land.
1: To be clear, I don't actually believe that the American government is on China's level when it comes to the the monitoring of its population. I I, I don't think they're there. I don't think they're likely to
0: catch up. But there's well-documented cases of funky town stuff that has happened. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Including in Canada. We'll uh, if you want to hear something really neato about Canada, uh, look up the Canadian Spy Palace. That's like actually what it's called. <laughs> so yeah, there's, you know, it's... Uh, Should I trust Canadian telecoms equipment? <laughs> we have a spy palace. Who knows?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. If it doesn't
1: look like the Fortress of Solitude, I'm going to be disappointed.
0: It's actually like quite stunning. It's really, really? Be- it's a really beautiful building actually. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Spy Palace. It's massive and cost an insane amount of money too. Hold on
1: hold on let's, let's... On
0: a Canadian scale. Let's you gotta... all
1: experience this together. Spy Palace, Canada. Um, Canada's top secret billion dollar spy Anytime palace. Anytime billion
0: news. dollar and Canada are involved it's like whoa. Yeah, that's inside. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the
1: spy palace. Yeah.
0: Money. Fat Stacks.
1: Well, actually, tax dollars hard at work. What, what do
0: we spend Canada's money on? Spy Palace. What up? <laughs> Billions of dollars. Really fancy staircase. <laughs> Screw these citizens.
1: Uh, let's talk about <laughs> the Supreme Court allowing the antitrust lawsuit against the App Store. So this is... I, okay. re, I wish we had John here because he's always good to talk to about <laughs> Me this kind of legal stuff. But there are a few things that I do know. So one is that this doesn't mean that Apple has been found guilty or that they, they have to open up uh, alternate app stores for on the iPhone or anything like that. All it means is that the Supreme Court voted five to four on Monday to allow the antitrust lawsuit to proceed. So it hasn't been won yet. And basically the lawsuit is this, they're accusing Apple of maintaining a monopoly on iOS apps via the App Store. Now this case was dismissed back in 2013, uh, but the Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit allowed it to return in 2017, and Apple's pushback brought it to the Supreme Court, though only to decide whether it can continue, not the final outcome. So it's related to a 2011 case, arguing that with the App Store being the only place for iOS downloads, you're stuck with artificially inflated prices, which is a pretty valid point. With that said, Um, Apple argues that developers set the prices and that it's not in violation of any antitrust laws. So by paying its commission, developers are buying a package of services which include distribution and software and intellectual property and testing. Now, with that said, they are obviously maintaining a monopoly and they are setting the pricing of the distribution of software and intellectual property and testing, blah, 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 blah. And Apple's price is 30% which is not insignificant. And $100 a year. Oh, yeah, I guess we're launching an iOS app soon, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> so
0: did we pay that already, or is that just coming soon? The $100? Yeah. Uh, technically, it hasn't been paid yet, but it will be very soon. Neat. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, Floatplane's launching an app soon.
0: Yeah. Hey. So uh, oh, a- and they called me already, and like things are moving forward. So it should be ready a lot faster than we suspected.
1: So if Apple loses the case, it might be forced to not only allow third-party app stores, but to pay up to triple in damages as a deterrent.
0: Okay, so. Do you think this is a good thing? I have a question. I don't know yeah. legal stuff. I don't think either of us do. So be ready for a whole bunch of ignorance to come out of my mouth. But they're essentially a marketplace, right? Mm hmm. Flowplane's a marketplace.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Could someone get mad at us and say that we have a monopoly on Flowplane creators being able to join the platform? And say that someone else should be able to run a marketplace on Flowplane?
1: As far as I know, no. But I think that you would have a harder time... Is it because
0: they sell the phone?
1: So, the thing is that Flowplane has competitors.
0: Like but there's Android. Video.
1: So, yes, there's Android. But I think once you reach a certain scale, they're, the way that antitrust laws work is that you're not allowed to monopolize like anything that's too big. And so I think you could probably make the argument that iOS users are kind of their own jam. Now that's obviously part of the argument that's going to be made, but okay. I think Apple's going to come back and say, well, yeah, you could just buy an Android phone.
0: Yeah, OK, OK, yes. OK. So you could go after us for that, but you'd get wrecked, because there's many competitors. Mm-hmm. And for them, like leaving the ecosystem of iOS is probably so difficult that you might be able to argue. And damaging. And damaging, that you might be yes. able to argue that it's a monopolized group of people. Okay, interesting. So we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> I think, What do you? Th- I think this would actually be pretty damaging to the appearance of iOS and Apple, personally.
1: I think that this would be damaging to the iOS ecosystem in general. I yeah. actually fully support Apple maintaining their lockdown on the App Store, to be perfectly honest. It might not be a
0: popular view. It's been very annoying for us trying to get onto it, because it takes a lot longer. Getting onto the Google store is like, oh, you, you got an app? You, you wanna put it on the truck? Cool, you're in. iOS store, there's you have to go through this lengthy application process, and then when you go to upload your app, they have to review it for a long time, and blah, 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 blah. but it lines up with the clean and pristine kind of idea that iOS and Apple is and has. So,
1: I don't know. So yeah, uh, this is really good from laserbolt. Monopoly doesn't
0: necessarily mean there's only one company, it just means they control the market. Someone brought up in here. Yeah. Is the PlayStation online store a monopoly? Maybe. So if Apple loses this, then maybe. So this this, be really interesting. this
1: has a huge impact for for software marketplaces everywhere. Now, I would say Steam is not. Especially now. I mean, five years ago, who maybe. But right now, Steam is not a monopoly because game developers can go to Uplay or they can go to Epic Game Store. Oh, no, sorry, they can't go to Uplay. They can go to Epic Game Store, though. Why can't um, they go to Uplay? Did Uplay take third party?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Origin about
0: that. does. Okay. I'm not Either sure way, if you play does or not.
1: It's pretty clear Steam is not a monopoly, but there are definitely situations like the PlayStation where that would be a very very similar situation. Nintendo too. Nintendo is such a walled
0: garden. Yeah, people some people are saying you can buy PlayStation keys from elsewhere, but mm. you still have to use the store. So does it matter? Maybe it does matter. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe that'll be, maybe Sony's lawyers thought that that was enough.
1: a good protection for this. I don't know. because this has clearly been going on for eight years now.
0: Yeah. yeah. The whole thing's really interesting. I don't know anything about legal stuff.
1: All right, so I think it's time for me to go play some video games. Are you staying for like, LTX Day tonight, tonight? Yeah. Oh, nice. OK. Uh, yeah, but we should definitely talk about some LTX stuff. Um, also, LTTstore.com. Oh, wait, no, water bottles I think are out of stock, but um, um, hats, have yeah. you seen the hats yet?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, cause John was wearing one.
1: So the hats are pretty nice. Oh. Hey, LTT, what's really cool, and uh, I'm sure some people are gonna see, I actually don't wear hats this way, I usually wear them like this, but, cause I'm an idiot, um, <laughs> deal with it. So, it keeps my neck from getting burned. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. So these hats. These eyes. are one of the first merch items we've ever done. I don't
0: that really is wear hats.
1: Specifically designed to not have Linus Tech Tips on it anywhere. Here, I'll. I'll...
0: Does that make you feel better? Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so Linus Tech Tips is not on this, and the reason for that is that LTT is going to sort of be becoming its own brand. Oh. Yeah. So we just, we want the merch, like aside from stuff like this, that's like clearly commemorative of like a video. Um, aside from stuff like this, we want the merch to just be stuff that you might actually want to wear. Or you yeah. might actually want to like use. yeah um, So we're going to start to do a little bit more
0: stealthy stuff like this. So this is the first that's step. Cool. I think that makes sense. Where if you want to wear a hat that like, just kind of looks cool. Cause with this, if someone doesn't know that this means line of they're not probably going to worry about it.
1: Yeah. They just won't care.
0: yeah. Is whatever he's wearing a hat we've Lots had a lot of
1: people ask for a black one with orange ltt uh, that will come at some point um the reason that we did it this way was that we really couldn't get the orange right it didn't look good so we are sticking with um we're sticking with the single color ones for now so it's blue uh, black blue and uh we debated this earlier is this maroon or burgundy
0: I don't know what maroon looks like. All right, so I'm gonna vote with burgundy. Yeah,
1: everyone said burgundy. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming
0: you said maroon.
1: I did, but I forget what maroon looks like. I think <laughs> it's more brown. I think it's more burgundy. I don't think I was wrong. Um, so lttstore.com. We also <gasps> need to. What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah, I wasn't that far off. That's kind of maroony. What's burgundy? Here, hold on. We gotta get Luke's screen on over here. So Luke's looking looking. This that's up.
0: maroon in the in the corner okay, under you're, the... you're on
1: a razor blade stealth, so like. <laughs> Who knows what it actually looks like. Ah, it's pretty burgundy. If that tie was... But yeah, it's burgundy. These are all different colors. Well, so. whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm not even mad. Okay, let's see if we have an update on LTX. They're supposed to update the uh, the blog every week. Oh, wow. BYOC is sold out again.
0: Boom. Dirt. Gone.
1: Uh, If you purchased either the BYOC or, or VIP ticket, more information and seat selection is coming your way via email the week of June 10th. In the email, there will be a link to the DreamHack Discord, which will be the primary source of communication for all things BYOC going forward. Keep an eye out for the exact date and time a few days before seat selection goes live. Are you an indie dev or streamer? You could have the opportunity to showcase your game at the DreamHack Indie Playground or stream live right from the event at DreamHack Stream Studio. Fill out the applications linked below by Friday, June 7th for the team to review and wait to hear back if you've been selected. Looking for a place to stay? Check out this hotel, minutes from the Vancouver Convention Center at a special rate. Still don't have tickets? There's no time like now. Go, go, go. Get them. Buy them tickets. Buy them tickets. Going to be a good show. We're actually we're like really excited about it. Yeah, me too. Um, let's see if all the Flowplane
0: guys are coming. We else. got them their place. They're gonna stay. It's exciting. I'm super stoked. The BOS is gonna be huge. Five hundred and ninety seats now. <laughs> That's amazing. Freaking
1: awesome. Oh uh, July twenty seventh and twenty eighth, eleven a.m. to six p.m. each day at the Vancouver Convention Center. Uh, so it's all about bringing people together to offer hands-on experiences with PC hardware and gaming workshops, activities, competitions, giveaways, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, come and learn how to build a PC, delete a CPU, disassemble a GPU, uh, get some anger out by throwing PC cases. They're going to be Mac Pro towers. Those are... I feel really bad, but they were the only ones that, uh, that Free Geek had that were like all the same weight. Uh, 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 They're in really bad condition, if that helps at all. Yeah, it does. But like, I saw the like palette of them and I was sad.
0: Oh, those are really nice. Yeah, towers. we're gonna try
1: and salvage one and use it for like a mod or something. But like,
0: <laughs> the cases from last year were so ruined. You're gonna. Try no, to no,
1: salvage? I don't. No, no, I mean before. Okay, I was like, what? Anyway, <laughs> all right. Thanks for watching, guys. See you again next week. Same bad time. Bye. Same bad channel. Oh, shoot! I got the sizing wrong. Sorry, I'm just adjusting Size? this. It's like way too big for
0: me. Oh, it was too small for me. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's oh, better. Oh man! All right, you know when I was a kid, I was this kid with like the the tuft sticking out of the front of the hat. This was like, there. That was it. This was my style. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. yeah. yeah.